If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So this is uh, one that we've done previously. Uh, yeah, we do this one every year, i.e. twice. <laughs> we did it last year. <laughs> uh, we are each uh, given a token, and that token is uh, exchangeable for an album amnesty, something that didn't get into the discography. Mm-hmm. I used mine on Blonde Redhead last year, although you guys thought I was going to use it in LaRue. Yeah. If there's nothing in the rule book that says I can't use my win from this year in LaRue. Oh, I was, I was, I was actually, actually going to say that. You, you could technically do that if you wanted to. Um, yes. Putting LaRue in. I mean, is is uh, am I allowed? I don't see why not. It's like it's, 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 a, it's a continuum, right? It's a timeline. Because so. the problem I have is that everything I suggested oh, is that the problem you've in, had. Eh? It's, I'm, I'm a victim of my. What own have success. you not ha- got in from mixtapes? Yeah, only from mixtapes. It was Taka. Who went on stage with Swastika in his chest and as yeah, much as the probably. album's pretty good, I don't give enough of a fuck. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Night soundtrack, which was a little bit of devil's advocacy anyway, because it's not that great a record, but it's interesting and culturally significant, yeah. but who cares. Um, the one I was closest to, just because it's a really good album, is International Noise Conspiracy, mm-hmm. but their fucking stupid communist rhetoric, I think, kind of <laughs> makes me not give much of a fuck about it.
though it's a really good album um, I don't, yeah. I'm not going to go Do you want LaRue then? I want nah, LaRue fuck it, it's Christmas I'll yeah. give you LaRue Do I want man, LaRue yeah. by LaRue Right. From 2018, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had I had four records that didn't get in, and two of them were in mixtapes. Uh-huh. So the other two were just regular uh, episodes. And I am going to pick the White Album by Weezer because sorry, folks, fuck, fuck y'all, but that's going in. My God, man. Well, that means we never have to do Weezer again. Exactly. That's also what I was thinking. So. Wasn't, wasn't that a great album, was it? Jesus, no, it was pretty bad. Um, Fuck off, guys. <laughs> I really, the one thing about that episode was I did really enjoy listening to like the first four Weezer albums again. They were fucking great. And it was nice to be back there, but yeah, no, I wasn't feeling it. What were the other ones you didn't get in? So the other one was um, Simple Math by Manchester Orchestra. Death Heaven and also uh, The Coop I'd like to maybe talk I think we'll probably go back to Death Heaven at some point I have to say I probably like all three of them better than the Weasel alright so I didn't I've had 100% on mixtapes this year uh, have you won all yeah, the mixtapes? Yeah, black okay. metal, Mark, uh, red scare, mixtapes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, soundtrack. I had Mika Levy in on, on that. As that well. was a good one. I didn't mind losing to that one. Definitely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think Thorns was a big mistake though. But I don't know. Like I think Thorns is definitely the best pure black metal yeah, album. Like, I think it's a, I found a sensible it choice. So hollow and boring. Mm, well, sorry. Uh, anyway, so my three records that I didn't get in this year were uh, Hood. Salem and Kalela. All three of them are stinking. <laughs> like, uh, really bad. No, it's not true. I mean, Hood is the most musical. Yeah, Salem was interesting. I, I mean, enjoyed Snail- the talk. Snailum. Snailum. <laughs> I mean, Hood was mu- musically, I can be like, right, okay, they're, they're just a real band. I just think it's a really boring album. Um, did, did Talk Talk get in? Yeah. All right, okay. I mean, that's also a really boring album. Did get no, in? it's fucking amazing. I had that on today. Um, that's terrible, terrible. But, uh, but it got in because people know. Anyway, I'm going to choose Kalela Cup for me because suddenly people know. This is earlier on. Oh, people vote for Trump. I'm like, 
Fucking Look, if it goes along with my decision, <laughs> then I will. That's fine. Post truth. Um, um, I'm going for Kalela Cut for me because I oh, still think it's fucking, fucking amazing. Rubbish. No, you just you don't understand. You just don't, don't understand. understand. It's like it's like a what? Yeah, you trying to understand R and deep R and B trap music is like oh. a dog trying to describe DVDs. It was not. It wasn't just the, the way that, that that failed to me. The way that song that album failed to the public was spectacular. The, the lowest uh, vote count of all time. Total indifference. Yeah, that's because this is not the crowd for it. So oh, that's why I'm putting it. In. Fucking. So that's fine. This is what happens when the king of hipsters gets an album tips for his fucking father-in-law. Is that you fucking crowd pleaser? That's what it was. It was conspiracy. Uh, by the way, I did use it on LaRue and I fucking stick with that because it's class. But um, I was tempted to see if, I, if, you'd, if you'd knocked that back, I was going to try and talk you into another bit of legislation. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, okay... Well, if I can't have that, I'd like to have an inverse token and take something out of discography. Oh, what? what's that? Biffy Clyro. Oh, but it's not yours. You can't take somebody else's Fucking out. Fucking right, I can take something out. Nah. Fucking. Nah, I'm afraid that's It's not, not yours works. either, though. I know, but we let a guest in, and we yeah, can't he's take... not here. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. Well, don't don't worry about it. It's not an issue, yeah, man. It's not, so, it's not, it's not a problem. Vertigo, a bliss in there, makes me feel unwelcome. It's like you walk into a party and your ex is there, and you're like, "My fucking I'm right, I'm just going to tax it." All right, next question. Uh, who the asked this? Best cover version. The best cover version. Do we know who asked? So this? we're not. We're talking about songs. this was Kenny Benella. Yep. Yep. Kenny Banella. If it's man, not, we apologize. By the way, who basically got this question put in here because he took such a slagging at the live pop punk podcast. <laughs> Kenny Banella is one of our listeners who the guys got to meet. I, I know my wee bit, but the guys got to meet him at the pop punk show and he foolishly sat close to the front and was maybe the oldest man in the crowd. So he was <laughs> easy meet. Um, oh, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, I know Kenny well. He's so, a good lad. Yeah. Kenny, uh, you get this on the house as an apology. Um, actually, I think what we'll probably do is I think this question and the last question that we're going to do um, would lend themselves to a wee playlist. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll stick one together from these. Uh, but the best cover version, do, do you want to swap or do you want to all go each? Well, um, why don't we go around a couple in. of times? Go on. Let's just go free, 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 free Willie. Willy. Let's free Willie. I will throw one in on Mark's behalf as well because I know uh-huh. Mark struggled with this one a wee bit. Um, the first one, literally the first one that popped into my mind as soon as the question was asked is When You Were Mine by Cindy Lauper. Cover yep. of Prince. Yep. Yeah. Which is just not as good as the original, but still a fucking classic song. Way better than the original. <laughs> Yeah, 
like truly fucking outstanding. Like she completely owned that song. Like, yeah, it's fucking incredible. It's so heartbreaking. Um, it's got it's brilliant in in a weird way because people were kind of confused because she didn't change the genders and the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then Cindy Loper came out the closet like years and years and years later. And I think there's a poignancy to that as well. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's it's fucking tremendous. I absolutely adore that. that right, so f- for me, covers are kind of like in two tiers. So you've got just interesting covers that are bangers, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily eclipse the original, but they're just interesting in of themselves. Yeah, and it's half one of them, actually. And then you've got ones that just, like, take completely it and own it. Yeah. take it and own it. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, ones that are just interesting oddities, My Morning Jacket did a really fucking good cover of Rocket Man. Okay. Uh, and it's fucking brilliant. I bought one of their albums and then took it back because I hated it so much. <laughs> what record was it? Uh, I don't know. It was like it was a long time ago. It was kind of brown and it sounded kind of. It brown. still moves. It's got the it, bear on it. It's, it's actually a really good record. It sounded I like that. brown. It it's sounded like a Neil Young album that we, when Neil Young was really bored. <laughs> uh, Cars by Fear Factory. I, I have that That's absolute good. fucking belter good, good, um, good one fucking uh, what'd you call them uh, that uh, new metal band Snake River Conspiracy did <laughs> how, they covered How Soon yeah. Is Now by the Smiths definitely those guys yeah. absolute belter Do you know what's better than that though the 100 Reasons version of How Soon Is Now I forgot they cover. did that as well. That's yeah. good cover. Um, yeah. It was. Is it, what's that? Holy Diver by Killswitch Engage. Holy Diver! <laughs> what's that fucking new metal band that were like mates with. Uh, oh, God. Uh, start with God. an O. Start with an o. Orgy. Orgy. Blue they Monday. did. And Blue, Blue Monday. Monday. Blue Monday. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that was pretty good. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? It's fucking terrible. Marlon though. Manson. Did. Godhead covered Eleanor Rigby by it the Beatles. Did. Oh and it was my god, it's so bad. Atrocious, it's truly so, fucking so bad. dreadful. Sweet I dreams. had the album. I owned the album. I believe oh my that. God. <laughs> Sweet Dreams with Marilyn Manson is a pretty legendary cover. That, yeah. yeah, that that's two cover song. That's one of two that my high school band Dimmer used to play. <laughs> we used to cover that cover. Uh, so there was we had like a. Are you all right there? Because you keep dropping your notes. <laughs> I keep dropping the same page of my notes. <laughs> so we used to have like a. 
oh, what's the word? Is that fucking draft, Dave? There was an <laughs> <laughs> there was another band in high school who we had like a thing with. We were in it. What, what's <laughs> like the in word? Fair. No, the opposite. We hated each other. <laughs> we were, oh my god, a feud. You were like, we had a feud. Yeah, you were yeah. Like the baby with the mono in the Simpsons. Yes, yeah, so yeah, we had yeah. a feud with a band called Morphium. Uh, they were Morphium. young. <laughs> they were younger than us, but they all had, they had youth better guitars and better amps and everything. They were like they were the middle class British band. Families, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were the working class band. Mm. Uh, Blur Oasis. And like they did this really straight to the point, slow cover of Marilyn Manson Sweet Dreams. Uh, and then when we decided to do we started off even slower and lower down <laughs> and then an arms race yeah and then no but after one verse our drummer went dip 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 and then we did it like no effect style uh, and like finished it about 35 seconds very clever. that's people, pretty cool actually. people fucking loved it and then i imagine you looking off stage at them and they're like giving you the dirty and they're going oh you seen that song for europe episode of father ted yeah that's it that's it <laughs> <But like that. laughs> and the other cover version that was fucking legendary amongst dimmer gigs up north was a uh, country roads by oh, me first and the Gimme Gimmies. Ah. Uh, oh, well, well uh, by um, fucking John Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did the nice me song. first and the Gimme Gimmies version and it's fucking great. I've got them in the list, actually. Uh, their cover of Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Me first thing, I mean, games were a total. Uh, they are, they are a total gimmick band, but they know they're a oh, gimmick yeah, band. Yeah, and so they were so fun, so, so fun, man. Yeah. Uh, so I'm surprised that Chris didn't pick this cover. Because well, you don't it, know. I've still got about fucking ten written here, but it's the only good Kiss song. <laughs> it's God gave rock and roll to you, mate. Kiss peace. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great hell. cover, fucking great cover. Yeah, good super good, good cover. cover. <laughs> Fucking um, honestly, man, I don't know where the found you. Um, <laughs> Hang on, I've, I've got. Oh, you've got, more. You've got He's more. got one more. I thought um, we were going to do rounds here. I've got. A f- you just had like five in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pointing at Weaver, not me. <laughs> uh, Firestar by Jimmy World. Have you heard it? Oh, fuck, I don't think I have. Is that the prodigy? Maybe song? an old, yeah, yeah. maybe a long time ago. I mean, that <laughs> sounds ridiculous. It's really cool, man. It's really, really cool. It's like slow and brooding. It's like six minutes long. It's like a total inverse of the original. Hmm. I think I feel like I maybe had it on MP3, hmm. but I can't remember it. <laughs> also, like, uh, downloaded off Napster. Rage, Rage Against the Machine have a whole fucking album. Yeah, I know, <laughs> which is already in the discography. <laughs> yeah, it's got, fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, Renegades of Funk is Renegades of Funk absolutely goes amazing. to Tom Jode. How I can just well. kill a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but yeah, there's a couple of mine in there. I think one that is very similar to the original, but has almost become the definitive version. I mean, it's debatable. Is the cover of Easy by Faith No More? See, yeah, it's, it's very good. Yes, but I would see that and raise you war pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their cover is amazing, but it's not. Black Sabbath. It's not Black Sabbath. It's not Black no. Sabbath. Yeah, but it's still it really, really so much isn't. fun, especially given that it's a guy who literally was asked to play the songs on that record like a week before. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty cool. If you want a, a truly excellent Black Sabbath cover, uh, 10,000 homo DJs mm-hmm. covering <laughs> Supernaut.
yeah. is amazing. That's like an incarnation of uh, ministry, 10,000 Homo DJs, yeah. and it's fucking excellent. It's a total club banger. Like, it just works really well now. In terms um, of cancer, Bat CP called Bat Sabbath, which is all Black Sabbath covers, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, yeah, I have a few more. Uh, Fudge Tunnel, uh, the English sort of like noise rock, doomy yep. noise rock band, did a fucking tremendous cover of uh, Cream's Sunshine of Your Love. that slows down as it goes and that riff that just fucking works so well it's so heavy um what else uh, classic rock covers helmet did a collaboration with david yow to do custard pie by led zeppelin Yeah, that mm-hmm. is really, really fucking good. Like, really fucking good for me. Way better than the original. I'm not a big Zeppelin fan, and they they got me into it. Before um, I talk classic rock, uh, social distortion, ring of fire, which we spoke about briefly at the pop punk podcast. Cable's Ring of Fire is also amazing. Yeah, really good cover. Episode. Um, I think uh, Foo Fighters did a cover of Requiem on one of their B-sides by Killing Joke. And it's also, there's a little bit of novelty of that because Killing Joke sued Nirvana mm-hmm. because Nirvana played Come As You Are, which was a rip-off of the song, the riff from the song 80s by Killing Joke. Killing Joke successfully sued them and it turned out that the reason Nirvana had that riff was because Kurt and Courtney had like swapped riffs and Kurt had given Hole a song called Old Age yeah. and Courtney had said oh here's a riff and they turned it into <laughs> Come As You Are and it got them a massive lawsuit and but, then Dave Grohl went to play with drums with Killing Joke yeah yeah it seems they kind of buried the hatchet but their cover of Requiem is really good speaking yeah. of Foo Fighters uh, there is a really bad cover of Dollar Nicky by Prince by Foo Fighters which is a B-side oh which I think everyone should seek out just for the novelty factor what you mean is Chris going to find it and cut it into the show <laughs> Uh, I think uh, we've mentioned it on the Elliot Smith episode there's a cover of 13 by Big Star that he did uh, I think it was for a compilation Won't you tell your dad get off my back Tell him what we said about paying the it's just so well suited. It, it, it's very similar, to be fair, because yeah. the delivery is so similar anyway, but it's a really, really touching performance of that song. 
Uh, one that I think doesn't get the credit it deserves is Jawbox's cover of Cornflake Girl from their self-titled album. This is not, this is not really happening. You bet your life it is. You bet your life it is. Hard song cover. The timings are really fucking weird and they had to try and do something really good with it. Um, Deftones and John Matranga's cover of uh, well hang on a second yeah, yeah. Um, I, the other one in terms of like covering Tori Amos covering uh, Kate Bush the band China Drum before they became the drum did a cover of Wuthering Heights Which is about as good as like a buoyant sort of pop punk cover can get. Jenna yeah. Drum went from being kind of pop punk to becoming mm-hmm. something much darker, and I think we'll actually end up covering them in the show. But uh, their cover of Wuthering Heights, which is on the Goose Fair album, which was at the time their kind of definitive record, is actually really, really good, really well done. Just really engages with the spirit of that song. It's dead joyous in a in a weird kind of warped way. Now, Mark, you mentioned um, you're talking about Deftones and Far. They collaborate, collaborated on Savory by yeah. Jawbox mm-hmm. for the Soon EP. That is absolutely up there. I've got a wee asterisk next to that as being possibly the best one here. Um, but it's worth mentioning that Deftones actually do a pretty tasty line in covers. They do a whole lot of oh, covers. Yeah. Yeah. They're, There's they're, they're, yeah, a bunch of good yeah, bootlegs yeah, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, their cover of The Chauffeur by Duran Duran. Fucking amazing. Really fucking good. If um, only tonight she could sleep as well. Fucking amazing. Uh, they've got a cover of Sinatra by Helmet that's tremendous. Um, they cover Say Ain't So by Weezer. Yeah, well. yeah. They've also, but, there's also a cover of which is not a cover, but it's uh, it's Be Quiet and Drive Far Away which, with Jonah singing on acoustic, which is basically mm-hmm. now his cover, which yeah. is like fucking incredible. Uh, well, I've got two Deftones covers that are in my group of things that I think are better than the original, and one is the cover of Simple Man. Leonard Skinner mm-hmm. it's fucking incredible and their cover of uh, the Cars song Drive yeah mm-hmm. which is just fucking beautiful who's gonna drive I'd like, to, I'd like to add the, uh, t- to that kind of whole like Kate Bush vibe as a uh, placebo's cover of uh, yeah Running yeah. Up That Hill Really good. It's actually really good. Funnily yeah. enough, I've got a whole other side. <laughs> oh my god! It, just very quickly, I think um, one of the best live covers I've ever seen was a Scottish band called Super Adventure Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of know them a little bit. Mandy uh, from the hopefully band. she's listening. I don't know if she listens, but she's now playing. She does comment <laughs> live bass with Katie Tunstall. Um, they once covered. I don't actually know where they got the idea for it, but they decided they were going to cover Twenty First Century Schizoid Man um, by King Crimson, and it was 
absolutely breathtaking as a mm-hmm. cover goes. I mean, if you know that song, that's a fucking hard song to cover. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, they a had big a one. they had a saxophonist up with them, and it was really fucking breathtaking how good that was. Probably still the best cover version I've ever seen in the flesh. Uh, the band Low did a wonderful cover of the song Down by the River, uh, originally by Neil Young. It was on a kind of In the Fish Tank EP where they collaborated with the Dirty Three. Um, Moby did a cover, <laughs> no genuinely, Moby did a cover of the track New Dawn Fades by Joy Division, mm-hmm. which was on a Joy Division covers compilation thing along with a lot of other good bands actually, but also was in the soundtrack to Heat. And it's fucking brilliantly used in Heat. It's when Pacino's yeah. following De Niro in the car yeah. to that key diner scene, the, the discussion. It's just a fucking excellent use. Mark, you jog my, mouth, my mind here because uh, Placebo have got a couple of good ones to their name. Big, Mouth, Big yeah. Mouth Strikes Again, mm-hmm. where he <laughs> kind of dated a bit by the fact that Brian Moko decided to change uh, Walkman Starts to Melt to Discman Starts to Melt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, their cover of 21st Century Boy by T-Rex is really good as well. It really suits them. Yeah, that's a that's a really good cover actually. There's actually a couple of things occurred to me by uh, Credence. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. I put a spell on you, which is really really spell cool. Spell on you, Susie yeah. Q. Susie Q, and Grapevine. also Grapevine. Yeah, Grapevine really, is, really like, is like the one man. I um, fucking love that song. Tori Amos, uh, because I'd kind of done a covers domino here actually now that I think about it, because I could have done far and deaf tones, deaf tones and, uh, ah fuck it, anyway. <laughs> Far's de- version of Pony by the way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah oh, that's that, great. That was good. Um, there, yeah, there's definitely a domino thing somewhere in here, but uh, Tori Amos did a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, years yeah. ago, which actually became really big. She for did her. a Slayer cover as well, which wasn't as good. Yeah, she but. did. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really trippy though. Super fucking trippy that Slayer cover. Um, Sparkle Horse uh, collaborated with Tom York for a, an album called Come Again, I think, and it's they've done a cover of Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that cover. It's different, but I like it as much as the original one. I know Pink Floyd fans will throw the whatever they're listening to on this on. Yeah, throw their the Lynn audio record player across yeah. the room. <laughs> <laughs> but I fucking absolutely love that. Uh, Rod Stewart did a great cover of Twisting the Night Away by Sam Cooke. Uh-huh. Really, really good fun one. I think it's the outro music from the film Inner Space. Nice. Uh, the, the final shot is a credits roll. 
Um, and just to finish off, uh, Portishead's cover of SOS. Yeah, yeah, that's a banger. That they re-released for to raise money for Joe Cox's um, memorial yeah. fund. Uh, that is a fucking classic. The one band we missed that did a lot of really, really great covers is Nirvana. Yeah, it's yeah. some legendary yeah. covers. Did a whole bunch of Vaseline stuff, way better than the Vaseline's because the Vaseline's are fucking shite. Um, they did a Lead Belly cover. In fact, the, to be honest, the whole Nirvana unplugged is full of good covers. Yeah. Did you sleep last man night? Man sold the world. Yeah, man who sold the world. Uh, you've got Omi and Plateau uh, you've also got um, and some of the bootlegs have got Return of the Rat and D7 by a band called The Wipers D7 is so good so man. good so so, so good. good so Nirvana were great at that Uh, Melvin's their cover of Kisses Going Blind Love Buzz <laughs> oh, Nirvana's cover of Love yeah, Buzz Love by, Buzz. Shock, <laughs> by Shock and Blue but my absolute favourite cover version mm-hmm. uh, and I have to admit I didn't realise it was a cover version and it skipped ahead of all of this list uh, because it also came up for the final question is Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cover of the fucking Sean Dells from 1967. I didn't yeah. know that. Total banger. But it's a fucking screamer, and we played that. Right. Yeah, what do you want now? If you get into ads, I've got a couple more. I've got. I'm going to open this beer. We do that. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Let's get it on. I've got let's two. On, Mike. Two <laughs> legendary <laughs> hardcore metal bands have done really fucking great covers. Uh, one of which is Dillinger Escape Plan covering Guns N' Roses. My Machine. Yes, I was going to. I was going to say that. So good. And then uh, Converge do a cover of uh, Clean by Depeche Mode. Oh, yeah? And it's That's, fucking brilliant. I've not heard that, I've but it sounds it's, like a good It's really, really good. It sounds appealing. But one that I have to kind of go to it's actually genuinely beautiful and wonderful uh, is Entrance's Set You Free by Frightened Rabbit (laughs) 
is like really? literally wonderful. I have not it's just it's, it's just Scott Hutchinson doing it acoustically. Uh, oh man, aye, wonderful. Yeah, it's a very special track. We yeah, closed see. our club night with that on Saturday. With yeah, the, original, the banger. The yeah, don't don't <laughs> finish it with a frightened rabbit version. Folk are fucking raging as well because it's such a ripper. Once you've heard that, you're so jacked, and it's like, yeah, sorry yeah, guys, yeah. you need to leave. I now. know. That's I why have, I always play Pig Destroyer last. <laughs> so I've got a couple of friends. I've got a few friends who listen to this that are definitely punks. So I'm going to do some punk songs. Um, Kid Dynamite's version of Rise Above by Black Flag is fucking superb. Like. It's got so much more energy than the original, if you can even believe it. Um, Comeback Kid do a really good cover of Territorial Pissings by Nirvana. Which is a lot of fun. And one song we've not mentioned, which I'm really surprised no one's mentioned it, is I Fought the Law by The Clash. Cover. Is that a cover? It's a cover, yeah. Who's that a cover of? It's uh, it, was, it was by a fifties band. It was like a fifties sort of standard rock song, and it's a like a big fucking cover, man. No, I genuinely didn't yeah. know that was a cover. So that's like one of the interesting. Uh, that's like my like top cover would probably be like a Fort Law, because like you would never even know. Yeah, I mean that's a good example. You're talking about uh, bands that do the cover and then fucking own it. Because yeah. that seems like it's almost certainly a Clips Day original. Yeah, at totally. least. I mean, like a bit like Tiffany, uh, that's that's kind of owned that one, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, cool. And I guess if you want to add in Pennywise, do an interesting cover of Stand By Me. <laughs> <laughs> do they? Yeah. Also, Johnny Cash, like fucking personal Jesus. You need to confess. I will deliver. You know I'm a forgiver. Reach out and touch faith. I mean, oh, I mean yeah. we didn't talk about Hurt, which is like the quintessential yeah, yeah. like cliche of a cover. That it's interesting because that is one that, well, Trent Reznor says it's his now. Yeah. yeah Bridge Over like Troubled Water. Trent Reznor yeah. says it's not his song. You know, it's Johnny Cash's song now. Yeah. Bridge Over Troubled Water with him and Fiona Apples mm-hmm. on the same record. Really, really good. Um, yeah. Well, he did a whole series of those cover records mm-hmm. of American classics, but yeah. American Man, Volume 1 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, okay. Well, we're we're nearly at the end, but we've, this, yeah. we've done well though. This last one's a screamer. Well, okay, can we make it quick? Because I really need to pee. Can you not just pee and then we'll do the thing? No. You got. No, fucking... I mean, we can do this. Oh, okay. I thought I meant like right now. I was like, mm, no, <laughs> you, won't do that. You've got a ball next to you. Just use that. No. No. All right. Let's do it now. Yeah, you fucking um, go for mate, it, I've got because he's got no suggestions, but I've got fucking loads. So I know, got, but I've, I've got, got a couple. I've got, I've got, I didn't say I had done it. I've, I've got like couple. four, so it's fine. I've got a I mean, couple. I've got about forty. Right. If, if you are going to piss on my floor, I'm not going to piss on the floor. <laughs> right. I want. I don't want. Okay. It's come to nearly the end. Put a towel under him. Sorry. 
Well, that was a really nice trip down memory lane. I you think mean, you fought to the toilet. You went to the toilet to piss. That's not memory lane. That's the hole. It was. I was thinking about feeling for friend the whole time. <laughs> While you were pissing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, we've got one more question and I like it. Best one hit wonders. Nice mm-hmm. and simple. Yeah. Best one hit wonders. Oh, Chris, you've got about a million. I've got fucking so many. But we did mention that like looking at internet lists of one hit wonders... They're rubbish. F- fucking rubbish. Like, and they're a, wrong as well. A lot of them are wrong. Yeah. And for instance, did you see the same list that said big country? Big country. Absolute fucking nonsense. And a big country. Get it fucking up yourself. That is so wrong. Like big country have got amazing songs and amazing albums. They've got a fucking greatest hits album that's f- tremendous. Yeah, it's fucking great. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, and so also, somebody mentioned, one of those lists mentioned the darkness. And you can I noticed that. Yeah, yeah that's a weird, man. Fuck. <laughs> the weird. darkness are not a one-hit wonder. Um, they're a terrible band, but it's not They're a one-album one wonder. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those lists, I, I kind of had to just give them the bump because they were, they were no use. Luckily, me and Mark were coming off the back of a DJ night. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> after you said it earlier on, I've been thinking about that. It yeah. was honestly about at least one third one hit wonders yeah. I was going to say like honestly conservatively 55% yeah <laughs> um, so one thing I did notice right as I was grouping these one hit wonders together which is the thing I do at nights when I'm alone I noticed that they broke down into two categories and some of them are like grim and depressing and really quite tragic and it makes you feel a little bit bad inside about mm-hmm. the world and others are like joyous and frivolous and fun and you're like oh that must have been nice doing that song and getting to walk about going there's a fucking guy or girl did that song and it, it actually tended to divide up by were they in the 80s or were they in the 90s yeah and it, what, what became obvious was that the one hit wonders from the 90s are actually really it's it it's so beige and depressing the one hit wonders from the 90s whereas the one hit wonders in the 80s are apart much, from one apart, apart from a few to be fair but are much more colourful and eccentric. And, yeah, yeah, and definitely. Joyous. So I'm going to flip between the two to give you some kind of contrast. Um, Can I start off with the ultimate one, though? If you think you have it. Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that's, on, that's on my list, but it's a perfect illustration of the fun aspect of the 80s ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although Eddie Murphy also did a song uh, with Michael Jackson. Eddie so. Murphy also had a film career, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I mean, there was musically. A, did some stand-up comedies, huh? Baz Luhrmann was a one-hit wonder, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah. I fucking, yeah. That's a great track. That's a good song. Like, Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. As a weird standalone cultural oddity, it's like... Are we talking about Baz Luhrmann Eddie Murphy? <laughs> uh, Baz, Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> like, the wear sunscreen. I remember bonding with that uh, with my dad in the car. And do you know who got that released? Chris Moyles. Because he used to... We've talked about Mark and Lard. Yeah. Chris Miles did the radio show after him in the afternoon. This yeah. is in the late nineties. Mark and Lard did two to four. Chris Miles did four to six. This is before he did the breakfast show. And him and Comedy Dave just genuinely loved this song and played it every day. 
until it got a chart release and then it ended up going to number one. Mm. So there you go. Eddie Murphy is a very good shit. Mm. It's a great song. It's yeah. a fucking absolute ripper. And it still it still reaps dividends if you're DJing at yep. any sort of late night mm-hmm. club. Um I think like by contrast, if you go to like some of the ones that came out in the nineties, so firing through a few of these, and we might not all agree on them, but let's be honest, they're pretty fucking grim. Um Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac. Yeah. Oh, that's a banger. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's awful. No, it's good. Oh, uh, the vines get free. That that's re- that's early two thousands because well, I, I also I wouldn't say record the early. yeah I w- I wouldn't say it's a, a one hit wonder because it was definitely a one hit wonder. I don't know. Maybe if you were there and you remember the album and the band, it doesn't feel like one. But I suppose. But I mean, if you were there for any of these, but it's just because that's a bit more recent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, the track "Missing," which is I, I thought it was called "I Miss You" by Everything But the Girl. There's a run of these now. We've mentioned a few of them. Top Loader really is a one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Radicals. Yeah, I was oh, like, mention oh that, my yeah. god. That's an awful song. Meredith Brooks. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Remember yeah. that fucker? Yeah, yeah. The, those like total copy uh, getting on the Alanis Morissette train. Yeah, yeah. and let's be honest, that song only really took off because it was called Bitch. And yeah. It, it was just that little, you know, taboo thrill of like singing the word bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did, did they bleep that out on daytime radio? No. Probably. I don't know. No? Yeah, I mean, I can't get into some of these without some joy first, but it, Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah. Take this wine and drink with me. Let's delay our misery. A classic. <laughs> Brother yeah. of Nina. Yeah. yeah. He did a hell of a lot better then. Yeah, clearly. Um, so let's get some joy back in our lives. Uh, Can I start you off with the New York Groove by Ace Feeling? <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't def- describe that as a hit, was it? It's a one hit wonder, yeah. I mean, Ace Freely did alright as a. I, I mean, I, you know, as a solo artist, perhaps <laughs> not so much, but in case, you know, but come on, that's a cracking song. Um, Partners in Crime, Turtle Power, 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a legit. Good versus evil equals confrontation. So when you're in trouble, don't give in and go sour. Try to rely on your turtle power. I 
Although, I mean, I suppose it's a one-hit wonder, but I mean, it's obviously from a specific other cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. Uh, Heat of a Moment by Asia. And we would scream together songs unsung. It was the heat of the moment. Tell everyone what I meant. The heat of the Oh, wonderful track. It's a fucking brilliant song. Yeah. So again, 80s over 90s. China in your hand. Uh, wait a minute. That's it, by, by Tupau. Tupau. Yeah. Fucking brilliant track. Heat of the Moment. Oh, yeah. Asia yeah. went on to be the Buggles. Oh really? Yeah, yeah Bogos had a really good stuff. one hat wonder, didn't they? Yeah, video killed the radio stuff. Yeah. Um Mars, pump up the volume. Yeah. Beast. Uh, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You Yeah, I didn't mean, mention in the covers version but I think because I mean the Princess okay it's is it it wasn't necessarily a cover in the first place it because is because so Prince did a version of it and the version was unreleased until recently but it, it yeah so up, she released the first no, he, version he, of it it turned up on an album by one of Prince's kind of side projects Entourage called The Family and that's where it first appeared, and that's where Sinead O'Connor heard it. Um, Sinead O'Connor's version is the, the definitive version, clearly. Yeah, she owns it. Um, yeah. Prince's version is a, it's pretty good until the end, and, and when arrangement-wise, it's a total fucking like, car crash. Yeah, yeah, it goes which is clearly, clearly why he didn't release it. So, you know, listen to the fucking guy. <laughs> Don't release his shit, because he knows what he's doing. So, um, um, but yeah. interesting one. A 90s one slipping into my list of ones that I think actually are pretty good and it's a definitively one hit wonder. Weirdly also came up in the Cable episode during my research because it was like the other high profile act from the from Derby during the 90s. Is it Babylon Zoo? Uh, no. That, <laughs> oh mate. <laughs> uh, it is White Town, Your Woman. Oh yeah, fucking great track. Awesome yeah, track. Weird. Made it in his bedroom. Never yeah. did fuck all else. <laughs> so oh, well, well, I'm going to drop uh, Babylon Zoo Spaceman in there. You really should. Yeah. Because yeah. that's I've a one hit wonder. Yeah. See, when you listen to it, is way more subdued than you think. Yeah. It's like a proper like post grunge track. Yeah, you think it, it's like I mean it is. I always tie it in with Eiffel sixty five blue or like yeah. a weird novelty <laughs> pop song, but it's like that's a weird the, alt rock song. The jeans version was the pitch shifted sped up version with the, well, no, the chipmunk the, version. No no the chipmunk it's on the end of the track. I know, but the jeans version made it seem you, like Yeah, that you only was get the, that. Because yeah. back then those kind of high pitched rave tracks were like still yeah, like, exactly. a bit in vogue. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean Babylon Zoo, what's that guy's fucking name? I jazz nerf no. herder I don't know nerf herder <laughs> <something bad. laughs> they, had, they had one song called Animal Army that came out and tried to follow that and totally stuck yeah yeah, yeah. can um, I add actually, uh, so I was just so. going to say on, the, on the, the same tip as Babylon Zoo Space Hog Meantime Do 
which used to be in all those best such and such album in the world songs yeah. had that chorus of it. I, 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 one that I think you should play the next time you DJ that I was playing to you earlier is On a Raga Trip by SL2 that, that, that's a 90s band. That, that went really well is it On yeah. a Raga Tip? On a Raga Tip yeah Tip Yeah, uh, no, once that got going, you're like, oh yeah, it's one of those ones. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like I was saying to David, uh, probably when you were taking a piss, that we played uh, Pump Up the Jams by Technotronic. Yeah. Was, that went down very and well. It, it mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. absolutely mobbed that dance absolutely floor. Absolutely banger. Wow. Always, always. Um, back to the yeah. super depressing list, I'm afraid, guys. Uh, Semisonic, closing time. Nah, it's not a one-hit wonder because yeah. Secret Smile was also a <gasps> great track by Semisonic. Shit. You've got a secret Fuck. smile right. and you show it you only are. to me. So disqualified on the grounds of they had two awful songs. Yep. Yep. And also he's now a songwriter for Hired, Dan Wilson. That, I mean, that doesn't exempt him from being awful. But um, Marcy's Playground, Sex and Candy. I smell sex and candy yeah. Who's that lounging in my chair? Who's that casting DVD? Don't remember it. Mm, kind of like somewhere that. between Semisonic and Eels. Uh, this or or like Dandy Warhols or something. They were kind of trying to do that thing. Uh, Deep Blue something. Breakfast mm-hmm. at Tiffany's. Oh yeah, that's huge. Fuck me, that's chronic. And that is a perfect example of a nineties sort of friends era. Yeah, totally. One hit wonder. A bit like the band Sixpence None the Richer. You kiss me. Kiss me. Also covered very well by Newfound Glory. Yeah. It's pretty grim though, isn't it? Like these ones, the 90s ones are a little bit joyless. They're a lot more kind of New York-y and jangly and sort of trying to be alternative. Like you said, Mark, like Alanis Morissette, they're trying to cash in on that Alanis Morissette, Friends, Brooklyn sort of coffee vibe. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, so whereas the 80s ones were just things that were neon written and were escaped like big and stupid and neon and fun it's because um, uh, the 90s was the end of history man so like you know <laughs> there's nothing to fucking look forward to another one that falls into that category is Torn by Natalie and Brilliant yes But that was actually a cover, so... Um, you know, there was one that I couldn't remember uh, the name of, um, but maybe you guys can... I, I, I didn't, couldn't get the search terms to work either. Uh-huh. It's just like a girl in an apartment. She's attractive, dark hair. I know the French, exact fucking song you're talking glasses. about. Yeah. Uh, Such a bee, maybe? Alicia's Attic. 
No, no. Is it, no, Lena, no. Is it Lena's apartment? Lena. No, no. You, that, I know. I know what you're thinking. No, yeah. the girls walking around an apartment. It's a very sort of uh, like Natalie Imbruglia type, or like Alanis Morissette type jangly song. Um, and she's literally just strolling around this sort of cool-looking Brooklyn apartment, dressed in black with black glasses. She's kind of bookish, bit of a librarian. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, there's people screaming at their headphones right now. <laughs> They're like, "That's fucking this." You're not thinking of Alicia's attic, then? I'm not. I think- am. No, I feel. No, but that's okay. But no, I'm not thinking of that. They're in all the pound shops, by the way. <laughs> Which is that? Yeah. They are prime pound shops. Yeah, totally. Um, no, but we will try and get this one. Um, aye. So back to the good list, I think. Uh, Can I add to this good list? Um, please do. With I ran so far away. By Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. It's on my list. I'll give you that. That is a fucking great tune, man. Yeah. Great tune. Yeah. Some like great 80s. Um, Kajigugu as well. Too shy. So many more to come. See, uh, I ran when I went to see Flock of Seagulls. It was like watching the third Mitchell brother. (laughs) Like it was horrendously depressing. I had to make a poster for him that didn't look like a Mitchell brother was involved. (laughs) It's like it is like Frank Black is running the Vic, (laughs) (laughs) but they were fucking horrendous. Like they were so bad, and then they came back out and encored with I ran, and everything clicked, and it just was brilliant. Honestly, it wasn't even just the fact that he knew it. Like, they played it better, he sang better, it just sounded better. It was just amazing, the difference. Um, Tainted love. Yeah, I mean, Tainted Love's on here, Soft Cell. Uh, it's a cover, but it's still pretty great. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away, I've got to get away from the pain you drive into the heart of me, the love we share seems to... Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Milo Manson covers great as well. <laughs> <laughs> On the kind of like Brooklyn strummy acoustic 90s theme, I guess. Uh, Four Non Blondes, what's up? Falco, Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah. Total banger. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Uh, we have. Oh, by the way, the girl from Four Non Blondes is now like a huge pop music yeah, player. Yeah, she, Linda she's. Linda Perry. Yeah, she's done a lot of uh, songs for. You name it. She's, she's worked You on. fucking name it. You fucking name it. She's worked. <laughs> um, a good one. Alana Miles by Way Black Velvet. Black 
yeah. And by the way, have you seen that video? No. I mean, she was one of the sexiest women of the 1980s. Uh, can I just say, in terms of 90s, like a weird one, definitely depressing, but weird, uh, was uh, Crash Test Dummies. Mm. Mm. But they also had God Shuffled His Feet. I know, but that didn't get anywhere near the take-up. It, it, it was pretty high in the charts, God Shuffled His Feet. I mean, mm is obviously the biggest one. But I think it's a little bit of a semi-sonic, David. Can I go back to <laughs> yeah, the maybe. Can I go back to the seventies and go with all the young dudes by Mark the Hoople? Mm-hmm. You can do that if you want. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. and also go out to the sixties and go with uh, "I Want You to Feel" by Paul Hart. Okay. No, my, like, can I, my dad have you got a lot more because they're so. out of time by oh, I've got I've got quite a few more. Oh, okay, keep going then. <laughs> uh okay, do you want good or bad? Give me well sh- let's uh, we're supposed to be choosing our favourites here. Right. Okay, some good ones. Uh Rhythm of the Night by Corona. Yeah. 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 Uh You Got the Love by the Source feature in Candy Staten. Yeah. yeah. Absolute screamer. Uh Joe Esposito is the best around from a karate kid film. Of course. That is a really good tune. I'd like to add to that uh, the song from Transformers, Touch. <laughs> you got to touch! Classic. What's his name? Stan Bush. Stan Bush. He's got another one in that as well. Um, Dead or Alive, you spin me right round. Yes, that's on, that was on my list, actually, yeah. Cut from the same cloth as uh, Tainted Love, I think. Yeah. And, I, oh, a nice strummy one, Hazard by Richard Marks. Gets I've, me right. I've, I've got some total belters. I've got a uh, three of a kind baby cakes. I don't know that. Baby cakes. I just don't know. No, it's like UK garage. Okay. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Fuck man, I'm I'm gone. <laughs> uh, I've actually, I went through a weird phase where I was really into dance music when I was like 13. DJ Jean, get ready for the launch. <laughs> oh yeah, I do know this yeah, one. Yeah, total yeah. banger.
Is that where you add in Darude by Sandstorm? Or Sandstorm uh, by Yes, yeah, Sandstorm by Darude. The, um, Olive, You're Not Alone. That was number one. You're not alone. Oh, I yeah. hate that song so uh, much. I was thinking. Um, hang on, let me put in a couple of stinkers for the 1990s. Ooh, Macy Gray, I try. <laughs> oh my god. god. <laughs> Tell me. wonder how many people bought the Macy Gray album and tried to pretend that it was actually really good. Do you remember when the NME were constantly fucking putting up Macy Gray in their magazine, pretending she was like the future of alternative fucking yeah, R&B and stuff? Oh, Dreadful. Man. Joan Osborne, one of us. Remember, what if God was one of us? Well, I remember the, the was it? Um, somebody did a cover of it. Was it Weird Al Yankovic? What if God smoked cannabis? Hit the bong, like hit the bong like most of us. <laughs> it's a versus it? Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. EMF, EMF. Do. Do, 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 I had that on the Gladiators cassette. You're unbelievable. Soundtrack. <laughs> Who was your favourite gladiator? Dude? I had Jet, obviously. I know. Oh, Lightning. Uh, Lightning was alright. I think maybe the blonde one. Yeah, I mean, I found all of them intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big Mountains, Baby, I Love Your Way. Oh, mate. Uh, but how bizarre by OMC. <laughs> Oh, hey, that's a good one. Um, Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. He's, it's not a one-hit wonder. He is a one-hit wonder. Well, uh-uh. I mean, okay. no, so, Right, so hang on, hang on, actually. This is interesting, right? Because there is an argument for context because he wasn't a one-hit wonder if you take in the country scene, yeah. but he's a one-hit wonder if you take in the mainstream. Yeah, so absolutely. Another, got, well, I mean, I think most of these folk probably had some success in their own scene. I've got the ultimate example here, right? So for any Italian listeners, they'll immediately be like, don't be so fucking stupid, she's not a one-hit wonder. Sabrina, who did Boys, Boys, Boys. Yeah, yeah. Because for us, it was the... Boys, boys. I played that at the club the other night. It was ripping. Um, The only song we ever heard by Sabrina, except Sabrina sold 20 million fucking albums and had three number ones in Italy. Like, she was really famous. She was a bit like Sam Fox over here, but she went way bigger. Like, she was like a glamour model and, like, advertising model and stuff like that as well. But, yeah, over here, Sabrina, uh, whose real name is Sabrina Salerno, and the video for Boys, Boys, Boys is just, like, 
Like it's like when in the, in the eighties when tenants used to put girls in lingerie in the cans and you were a kid and you just stared at the fucking cans <laughs> of your mouth until your mum fucking slapped you and made you follow her with the trolley in the supermarket. Um, but this Serena video for Boys by Boys is ridiculous. It's pure eighties uh, extreme. Um, but yeah, context is important. But I mean, somebody like within their scene who was huge but only ever had one hit single like Underworld, Born Slippy. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like a very influential dance band, but true. Uh, Q Lazarus, Goodbye Horses. Uh, do you know what I've been playing recently? It's like a demo version of that song and it's way slower and it's fucking brilliant. Really you know what I've track. been doing recently? Tucking my dick back. Oh, there you go. <laughs> in the basket <laughs> just putting on lipstick and staring <laughs> at myself in fact when it gets to Christmas and my mum's away to bed my dad's probably asleep that's probably what I'm going to do just chat, <laughs> chat to the woman stick down on the well. Porter's head <laughs> put the Christmas tree lights on tuck my dick back and start watching my reflection I have a couple of a couple of ones which I'd like to add at this point um, one from the early 2000s called uh, All the Things She Said by Tattoo <laughs> that's fucking sticking I, yeah but She's Not Gonna Get Us was also a banger by Tattoo by and also t- yeah She's not gonna get us. They're not gonna get us. Do you want to know something? Tattoo are cancelled. Tattoo are cancelled. Cancel collation culture does not count for them because they are fucking cancelled. They they are fucking seriously homophobic. Oh, yeah. Out campaigning. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, which is crazy given what they got famous for. Yeah, but they they said, like, um, being a gay man is not the same as being a lesbian because being a lesbian can be beautiful, whereas being a gay man is horrible and unnatural being a lesbian can be it's lucrative. russia mate it's yeah, exactly. russia being a fake lesbian for music videos can be lucrative whereas being a gay man can get you cancelled in russia yeah exactly um some other good ones tony basil mickey hey mickey you're so fine you're so fine you're oh, hey, mickey. you say good that's not good <laughs> mel and kim respectable Put this on on Saturday. Fucking absolute killer on the dance floor, David. Um, Tiffany, I think we're alone now. Mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Played the hug and paint last year. Fucking tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Supported by Romeo Taylor. What Um, a night. uh, Berlin's Take My Breath Away. Did Berlin have any other big songs? Not really. What about uh, uh, Vienna by Ultravox? No, they had. They had. They were fairly big. Really. That, I can't name any. That's like their song, biggest song, but they had albums, definitely. Yeah, but did come they on. not do? Yeah, they did "Dancing with Tears in My Eyes." Which is fucking massive. Yeah, that's a banger. I don't remember that. Dancing with tears in my eyes. That's debatably a much better song to put on. In the yeah, club, really. Like um, yeah, uh, no, I, I don't think they they qualify. I'm afraid. Uh, but I have three picked as my favourites. Okay, mm-hmm. and then we yeah. can draw this sorry mess to a close. And I'm really glad actually because nobody said them already. Are you Speedwagon? Keep on loving you.
They were not. They're not a one-hit wonder. Sorry, man. That song is so far ahead of every single other thing they ever released. Doesn't matter, man. Doesn't matter. They had they oh, had multiple fucking. singles. Had, like man, <laughs> fuck's sake! Like they had like they had soundtrack <laughs> fucking songs, man. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> this is the most annoyed he's been the whole time. Mario's been You're goddamn wrong, son. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Oh, my God. The fuck is my high commission? I really need it. Um, Ario Speedwagon's Keep On Loving You definitely counts. I can't fight this feeling anymore, for fuck's sake, man. Come on, that was huge. Mm. Yeah, that is a big song. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay, your top two. Okay, but Queen are still better than the people's. Remind me to check the Twitter poll after this. All right, I, w- I would say that uh, there are two standouts. Set You Free by Entrance. Yep. Okay. Which I think is maybe the best closing tune to a club ever. Not a one-hit wonder though. Yes. Uh, no, because I saw Entrance in Strathclyde Union. They did that song three times, David. Yeah, but they also they did another song twice. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, you told me they did that song three times, and in between they did one other single. They did a one... cover of "Do You Think I'm Sexy." Yeah, which is not theirs. They did the cover of "Staying Alive," which is but not then theirs. they do their own song called "Forever," which if you hear it, you'd go, "Oh yeah, I know that no. song." No, no, yeah. come on, come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me this one. Okay, you maybe, cannot maybe, possibly argue maybe. that anything else is close to that tune. Um, and what I think might actually be the best one-hit wonder, uh-huh. might be the best one-hit wonder ever, is "Waiting for a Star to Fall" by Boy Meets Girl. Underwhelming. I knew that was going to go that way. But you can't tell me they had another big mark. Uh, excuse me, mate. Excuse me, mate. In 2005, <laughs> they released a single. Well, my my one top, one top one, one. hit wonder <laughs> is uh, Jermaine Stewart. We don't have to take our clothes off. I think that's a fucking classic. Have you been fucking serious? Yeah, that's a total banger. You are not seriously suggesting that's better than Boy Meets Girl. It truly is. Oh, fucking hell. Clothes off. Don't have a good time. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's like physical. classic. It's like physical by Olivia Newton-John. It's It's good. It's It's good. It does a job, but it's not waiting for a start to fall with its multiple lifts. It's fucking sax solo. It's just glorious. Mine Mine is Pony by Genuine, so, you know. Alright, he wins because <laughs> that is the best song. <laughs> yeah, he has won. Mark, you won. Apparently, that's yeah. it. Oh well, the jury's uh, in. Uh, all right, that's the end. Well, technically, technically, I mean, that's the end of the question for the year. <laughs> but let's let's get some final thoughts on from Twitter. <laughs> this is what you're talking about. Well, first of all, what's Twitter saying about Queen and Beatles? 
All right, let's be see. honest, David. Don't make us get the conservative fact check on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got seven minutes left on the poll. We've got twelve votes, uh-huh. and currently it is forty-two percent with the Beatles, fifty-eight percent with Queen. I'm just disappointed it's even so fucking close. Yeah, bit, bit um, of a Brexit. There, I mean, I'm so. never in any doubt, but I mean. What did you make of this year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to process it, mate. David? Ah, I had a lovely time. <laughs> Mark? Uh, it's been weird. <laughs> I don't know, like... What, you got a New Year's resolution? <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you have a New Year's resolution? Same one every year, mate. Don't die. So, that's what I'm working so far. One so. of these days. Yeah. I'm going to slag you off so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. David? Are you going to get married this year? I'm getting married in 2020, yeah. That when? is Getting married on May. That's a kind of resolution. Getting I need to send you both the... I need to tell you the date. You're both invited. <laughs> I'll be honest, I wasn't certain. <laughs> I, was, I was unsure as well, yeah. I, was I like, keep thinking I've told everybody the date that's coming, but I, I haven't. Are you going to DJ your own wedding? Seems like kind of thing you'd do. Yeah, maybe. Do, do you want me and Chris to do your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like kind of thing you do, David. I might end up on the decks because whoever's playing will probably let me down. I mean, definitely yeah. if you ask us. Yeah. <laughs> we might. Um, but that's a, that's that's something to look forward to. Yeah, no, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Get your fucking in-laws to DJ. Yeah, I'll get. It'll be like being at yeah. fucking sub club mix with being at Bergen mix with being in fucking yeah, exactly. nineteen seventy Berlin. Hey, do you know what? I I can go round to the in-laws' house, get a magazine to go for a poo. And that magazine will be Terrorizer, or like it'll be Harsh Noise Monthly, or something like that. It's fucking great. <laughs> fucking like home electronics. Yeah, exactly. Like, make your own fucking analog synth. What's your resolution, Chris? Um, my resolution for this year: oh, read question. more books about the Third Reich. Yeah, <laughs> learn a wee bit about neo-fascism. I think because a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> it served me okay yeah I think I actually maybe study a topic other than neo-fascism I think that's a good call I mate do, I fear that I may be coming a little bit jaded yeah yeah I think you should think you should read about some more optimistic things Wait, yeah give me some uh <laughs> not immediately that's fine that's fine uh, yeah I'm um, thinking think- about the world and I can't think of anything optimistic my, yeah my actual resolution is to actually edit the book that I wrote <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe try oh, to end wow. it someday. So fucking hell, yeah. like the Turner Diaries. Um, <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really at all. At all. <laughs> um, do we think that twenty twenty is the year that New Metal is going to make its uh, retro comeback? See if it does, I'm going to fucking throw myself in Clyde. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll start a new belt band. Oh, you I'm, could be the one to fucking kick it off. Yeah, you could literally be the catalyst for the the new metal comeback. Yeah, you know the people. You know, you have the contacts. Mark, when you were out there, me and David did uh, float the idea of doing a special unsung club night. That's just new metal and pop punk. I mean, <laughs> I would be there. You could do a versus. Yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll just be like, the crowd literally thing. a versus of like yeah, a head to head new metal versus pop punk. Okay, let's talk about that after this. Maybe, maybe, we'll do, maybe we'll do that in January. That should be the podcast's New Year's resolution uh-huh. to do a club night that is new metal versus pop punk. Okay, regularly. Yeah, every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> All right. Well, it's actually been a fucking genuine pleasure. I, I mean, it's 
I mean, Final score on the Beatles, 43%, Queen 57%. Fucking yeah. It's too close to say, I think, <laughs> personally. <laughs> well. Fucking mm. excellent. I'd say we have a second referendum on that, David. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, if you don't like the results of the first one, just cancel. Well, I'll just try it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's amazing to be doing this two years later. wasn't sure what would happen. But it is. It's pretty mental, oh, right? Like, <laughs> it's all the bad wine come out. It might be the booze talking, but... <laughs> Are you feeling quite emotional? Like, my, my, my last podcast lasted about a year and a half and when I had this idea for doing this, like I didn't think it would be a thing which would go on for this long. And as a testament to you guys like for actually having fucking great ideas and like pushing it forward. So I think that's awesome. Like all good relationships and is about compromise. Totally, man. And I think that... No, I, compromise I, I and bringing a, a third person to the <laughs> relationship. Totally. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Keep it> in. <laughs> I know you say I just trying to be funny, man, but like, seriously, like I think without without having like a, an ascent, like a voice, another voice... I hope your fiancé heard man, that, by the way. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. And no, honestly, I agree. I agree. Um, it's just a pity we're all white. And, um, we need I, to get I some know. fucking t-shirts like, It's amazing We need to get fucking merch on the go like. But thanks for listening to our bullshit everybody It's been a joyous year And give um, us your money I, like, no, Sign up to and, Patreon and, and in, fact, in fact in fact, This is our last show of the year We're not going to ask you for money uh, But we are going to ask you the next time You walk by somebody in the street Give them a couple of quid on our behalf uh, Yeah that would be lovely That would be really fucking sound Because I know in, like in Glasgow in Scotland There's a big homelessness yeah. problem And at this time of year Sometimes when you walk out And you're like fuck it's cold And you're just thinking about yourself And then you realise Holy fucking shit man There's a guy sleeping in that doorway So on our behalf please That would mean a lot If you just fucking Just chuck a couple of quid Yeah Kindness yeah. costs nothing Like Well it sometimes costs you money That's not a couple like, of quid if, if, you've got in your, <laughs> if you've got it in your pocket Like just fucking do it man honestly it, it literally costs nothing um, uh, well no, it literally does cost something but very little but when you do that please make sure that you wake the homeless person up and tell them unsungpod.net <laughs> yeah tell them to subscribe to and, fucking Patreon and ask them to leave a fucking Apple review because we need and, and tell their pals yeah ex- exactly thanks for listening we are fucking done bye yeah. merry happy new year Christmas merry Easter merry Perineum You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.